0: Man on the planet, he got there, rabbits the Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Yes, yes. Hello one. Hello all. Uh, as we touched on in the uh, the previous week's episode, nuffs. I think nuffs are pretty pretty crucial uh, for getting the value out of your round five trades. But but today's episode is going to be all about how to maximise the five trades you're going to get. And I think personally, this is really going to depend on your situation and your goals for the season. So, look, there's a couple of, uh, I guess, categories teams can fall into. The first category that I've got is guys that are in and around that top 1K that are still pushing for the overall standings and and to get that number at the end of the season. And I think that's going to really dictate how you play this. I think you've got to go at this uh, from around 17 Point of view similar to how you would have gone in a round 13 standpoint, I think getting numbers is going to be crucial. There isn't so much quality uh, for this round 17 compared to, the, to previous uh, buy rounds and especially round 13s to where your team's gonna be shaken up. Look for round 17, we've got the Seagulls, the Raiders, the Rabbitohs, the Cowboys, the Bulldogs, the Roosters, the Sharks, the Warriors. Look, if we if we break those teams down for players that aren't gonna be playing origin, look the Seagulls uh, don't have too many. Uh, if Ruben Gary plays fullback, I think he is still a uh, uh Very, very good pickup. Set this back in round six, I think Ruben Garrick would be a star, and uh, he's going to be well up over 700k once the price rises go in. Uh, This is being recorded at 11 o'clock on Sunday, so probably a little bit behind with prices and averages, so I do apologise. But Ruben Garrick, I still think he's going to be a star. He falls into the category of very, very reliable for round 17, but can definitely be in your grand final team. For the Raiders, though, uh, there isn't too many options here. I mean, Corey Hadawira Naira. if you don't own him, I, I think he is the best option for the Raiders moving forward um, that, that's going to boost you, I mean, if Matt Tomoko holds a spot, he could be a cheapie that, that could bolst your numbers and you could look to trade out, a lot of these trades are also going to depend heavily on how many you have left as well, look, with the Rabbitohs, uh, look, there isn't too much going on here, Cody Walker is probably the standard option, uh, and Alex Johnson moving forward, this is a, a decent matchup for them, Obviously, I think Latrell Mitchell is just not at the calibre of the other fullbacks available for here. So he is one of those guys that is going to be playing origin. And I don't think he's going to be in your keeper teams. For the Cowboys... Uh, The guys that aren't playing Origin, I mean, Tamalolo was was looking like an okay option, but he isn't really bouncing back to the form that we want to see from him. Uh, For the Bulldogs, we touched on him earlier in the week, but Jeremy Marshall King, if he is guaranteed 80, I think he is definitely a worthwhile shout-picking up, but the presence of Sione Katoa does worry me. Luke Thompson, uh, another one of these guys that you could definitely look at picking up. Uh, scores in recent weeks have just been consistent from him. We know what he can do uh, week in, week out. Going to the previous week uh, against the Parramatta Eels, he did score only 42, which is low for his standards. Uh, we know what he can do. Dual position, uh, doesn't play Origin. I think he's going to be in a lot of teams in that top 1K. But for the rest of that Borg's lineup, obviously a, a side that is struggling, uh, knowing that we really want to be touching uh, from them. For the Roosters, look, a lot of their Origin stars uh, are the ones that are going to be... We, we target Angus and Jameson. Let's go the likes. Uh, look, a pod shout. I've said this for a couple weeks now. Daniel Tupu, I think, could be a, a good pickup. Look, didn't score too fantastically against the Panthers, but not many wingers are going to score well uh, against the Panthers. I said earlier in the week that CSC with Takeahoe, I still think he is a, a great option at the price. Uh, look, he scored 46 last weekend, but did get sin binned and, and lost game time there. Could have been easily a score over 60. Um, apart from pod pod shouts, I mean, I did like Jared Hardgraves, but with the emergence of Victor Radley and now CSC what's come back, probably not someone that you should be targeting, for the Sharks, Jesse Ramey and Sean Johnston, uh, Ronaldo Molotalo is a good pot option for you guys that need numbers for round 17, I mean Aiden Tolman, uh, believe it or not, is looking a lot like an okay option in, in recent weeks, uh, more than anything, he's put up some some decent scores, I mean for the price, currently he's sitting at 452k, uh, scores in, in recent weeks, he's gone 55, 62, 59, 65, uh, 36, 62, and then again a, a 58, so look, Aiden Tolman, as a pod shout, if you're needing numbers for round 17, uh, I'm not against him too much, uh, and for, for for the Warriors, I mean, Tohu Harris is the standard option, really like the look of Reese Walsh with the draw they've got, but the, the talk is that he's being picked for origin, um, this podcast is being recorded before the Queensland team is announced, so could look like an absolute mug here, but the talk right now is that that Reese Walsh has been picked, so that probably throws us better in the works for him. Like I said, Tohu Harris. Really liked Ken Mamalo before he was uh, shipped to the Tigers. Um but yeah Tohu Harris, Mr Consistent. I think he, he needs to be a staple for your for you guys that are targeting the top one K. Uh they were sort of the the pot options to to bolster numbers. The next scenario for you guys is is ones that are just focusing on head to head solely um, my advice for head-to-head guys has always been just forego the buy, uh, cop the loss, and, and look at players to, to bring in that are going to bolster your side. So, for example, with the Eagles Raiders, if you don't own Tommy Turbo, uh, get him in. I think with the run home, DCE is another great option to be pairing up with Nathan Cleary. I think DCE is slowly coming into his own for a super coach standpoint and could be a really good head-to-head option for you guys. For the Raiders, still stand by Corey Hadaway or Naira. Probably the only option I would be touching from them. For the Bunnies, uh, the same guys we touched on for the non uh, for the top overall guys, Alex Johnston uh, will be a good pod differential player in head-to-heads. I don't think a lot of people will be owning him considering the price. Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, if you're looking for that point of difference. Uh, for the Cowboys, Malentine Hone, someone like a Mitch Dunn, when he gets back to full fitness, he was pumping at 60s um, beforehand. You're fine with head-to-heads. The way that I have generally looked at it is you, you want to go more pod differential because you're not so much worried about, uh, keeping with the pack, you want those guys that are going to break up your, your head-to-head matches and be uniques for them for the Bulldogs, I, I just can't look at any of them unfortunately for for the Roosters uh, a lot of these guys well, but like Tedesco, Crichton like these guys should be staples in your side if you're playing um, head-to-head I mean Tedesco can be argued it depends on what kind of fitness Ryan Pappenhausen comes back into I'm a huge huge fan of Kalen Ponga and the run that the, that the Knights have home um, if you don't have stocks in him I'd be seriously looking at the Knights run home and and how they're shaping up for the end of the season I think KP and, and Turbo could be an okay option um, to pair your hookers, but we you know Tedesco in the class that he's got, uh, expect after Origin, the Roosters are going to be fighting for that top four spot, and I think Teddy will be a crucial part in that. For the Sharks, I still think it's those key guys we touched on before, Jesse Ramian uh, and Sean Johnston. I think they're going to be pretty, pretty key members of, of head-to-head sides uh, running home, and for the Warriors, it's still Tohu Harris. Now, come trade day, you might be looking at, at your account and saying you've got five trades, and wondering uh, what you should do. Look, I, I touched on the guys that are pushing for that top 1k i think they need to be bolstering their squads with numbers um it's a problem that i wish i had this year but as you guys know my season is well and truly done just trying to to steer you guys in, in the right direction with your five trades. I think the best thing to do is is to have a look at the enough options obviously I put a podcast out on this a couple of days ago um, for the best enough options to be using for you don't need it's different around 13 you don't need to be going five for five I don't think you need to be trading five guys out and bringing five guys in I mean I'll use my team as an example some of you guys may have a a similar team Um, some of you may be in a completely different boat but for example with my team I'm just looking at uh, the deadwood that I've got from round 13 that I've carried so looking at my at my side I'm I've got Jaden Briley at Hooker. I don't think there's any other options uh, apart from Harry Grant to really trade him to. Um I I did pull the pin and, and jump the gun on Tom Flegler when he was named at thirteen when Cat Pag Carrigan was out. So like for example he's a guy that I'd be, would be coming straight out of my side. Uh Matt Lodge has done enough in recent weeks. If he stays at the Broncos, I'm gonna hold him. If he goes to another side, it's I'm probably just gonna hold him and wait and see what happens. Looking at like the two RFs, I've got Jackson to and and Jared Anderson. Their guys are just going to stay there. That they'll be my nuffs. Now, like, I look at someone like a, a Matt Burton, for example, at half. Now, he's been putting out okay scores, even at center, so he's probably done enough to, to, to keep the spot in my side. We'll play him based off matchups. If you own someone like a Matt Burton, I think uh, it's an okay situation just to hold him and look to use your trades elsewhere. I guess the five 8s where I have an issue. I mean, what do I do with Jerome Luai? What do you guys do with Jerome Luai? When there's guys like Johnston, Cody Nicarima, um, Cody Walker, just... Munster, as well, like other guys that are really knocking down the door for Luai to really sort of be up in arms in in my team. I I don't know about you guys, but my center wings is atrocious. I've got Dane Laurie, uh, Bradman Best, Hayes Dunster, Cody Ramsey, Jason Saab, guys like this, for example, that um, this is what I'm going to be using my five trades on. And look, I've got, as you guys know, I did bring in AJ. Uh, He'll just stay in the team, unfortunately. So I've got AJ. I could use my five trades to trade out Saab. Ramsey dunster uh laurie and best and i might just bring in two or three gun center wings i mean I might bring back in brian Todd, a valentine Holmes, or jesse raymond or someone else in that mold just to to fix that so that's what i would recommend you guys doing if you have gaps in your side don't worry about focusing on getting cash in because in all honesty, cash really should not be your priority right now. For myself, I've got 10 trades left. So if I use my 5, that's going to take me down to 5 trades left for the run home. That's going to have to, to do me, basically, until uh, until the season ends. My fullbacks, I've got Gutho and, and Turbo. Gutho, with the run that Parramatta have, he will be coming out uh If it's not the super trade round, it'd be the the week after. That'll leave me with four trades. I do want to get in uh, another fullback and trade Gutho when he's sky high. Look, I know this episode was a little bit about my team, but if you guys have some similar players or also in a similar boat, hopefully you could use the tips beforehand. Um, But yeah, I would definitely be looking at at just clearing out the weak areas in your side because run homes for finals, I think if you're if you're in the top 1% of Supercoach players, you're going to be playing the Supertrade round pretty differently to, to someone that's ranked 10k or, or or whatnot. So, look, that's just my two cents. Um, plenty of other podcasts out there that will go into deep dives. Uh, I'm just giving you a quick 10-minute overview of to sort of what I think is the best method. For me, it's always been two or three guns in for five out and we'll nuff the rest. So, Looking, looking at my center wings, I'm not going to have a huge amount of cash to spend. That's why we, we might have to go thin elsewhere and trade out um, someone like a Jerome Lua and, and just nuff them to free up some more cash. But uh, hopefully that sheds some light on, on how to utilize the five trades best. Uh, my big key advice definitely is to not just go five for five. Don't, Trade out a guy at 250k and bring another guy at 250k. Trade out a guy at 250k, bring in enough that's going to bank you 80k, 70k, whatever, and, and use that for the next guy to upgrade because there's still some some really good bargains out there. Uh, as we touched on, the CSC see what Takeyaho, um, is one that springs to mind for me, despite the poor score on the weekend. But uh, that's Super Coach, guys. Hopefully you guys embrace these five trades the best you can. Uh, as I said, this was recorded at 11:30 on a Sunday. If any prices or averages are out i do apologize um but yeah enjoy keep your friends close and keep your pods closer